0: I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum bum ba, bum 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 bum. Welcome to a special episode of Potter Watch. I'm Alex and I'm Molly. <laughs> and we already said Potter Watch. And this
1: is still Potter, Potter Watch.
0: Watch. <laughs> um, I am so excited to do this episode. Because it's about I'm teaching Molly and uh, talking about for any of you listeners uh, the fan fiction like just about the fan fiction world and the community and how expansive and crazy it is
1: of Harry Potter just of Harry to Potter be specifically
0: clear. I couldn't it would take
1: me a year to talk about fan fiction as a whole. Um,
0: I, I would also, never
1: want to get on the internet again. I think if I knew everything about fan fiction,
0: that's true. Um, if you read fan fiction, there are some things that are centered and will not be brought up here, but we all know what can happen.
1: We'll say right off the bat that this could possibly be controversial, I guess. People have strong feelings yeah. about fan fiction. My first um, note,
0: actually, is uh, for those who read fan fiction disclaimer. You yeah. have to do a disclaimer. Uh, the, the fan fictions that we reference or
1: the or that we don't end up referencing. Dressing.
0: This isn't this, you know, fan fiction in itself is a very personal thing for every, peop, for every, for each person. We know that people feel very strongly about it. I feel very strongly about it. Um, because I'm the one who did the notes for this, it's gonna be based on my preference, skewed. Like, I tried, um, I tried really hard. I talked to people, I did research to get a varied, um, per- perspective. Um, of the harry potter fan fiction world but like i said i'm limited to my knowledge and the people that i know so forgive me if
1: you do disagree or want to us to talk about something that you maybe wrote or like that you really enjoyed just send us a a, and we'll probably have another episode or we can even like include it in another one that we're recording um because we do want to include as much as we can but we can only talk for so for so long (laughs)
0: Yeah, so please, oh yes, please 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 talk to us. Because we will
1: not get to everything today.
0: Yeah, please talk to us about this episode and about, you know, what you feel like we missed, and yeah, we'll be happy to communicate with you about that.
1: But yeah, I'm excited. I know bits and pieces, so it'll be kind of cool to know more of the terminology, because I know... Alex has used some of it while doing the episodes, <laughs> and not everyone may be aware. I certainly wasn't. I'd be like, what do you mean when you say AU? <laughs> or, or something like that. So um, she's Alex explains it all. I Just
0: a little bit about my fanfiction background. I spend too much time reading it. I listen to podfics, and I uh, am a viewer of fan art, and I write fanfiction. So. I hope you explain what some of those were. Oh, we have a vocab section in your lesson. We don't, might need to start with Don't <laughs> worry. We're, I'm going to start with an overview. Okay. So every fanfiction. starts with that. Should I be writing notes? A, um, if you would like to. <laughs> every fan fiction starts with a disclaimer and then a summary. So uh, this is fan fiction um, is basically a way for fans of a certain community uh, or medium. So book, TV, movie, or whatever to continue the story or express their feelings about that story. Um, It can be done in many ways, like I just said. Fan art, which is basically like drawings or sometimes it's um, uh, digital work, videos. Um, It could be through writing, poetry, um, obviously long stories. Um, RPing is a really big thing now where you... Uh, RPing can be either a live uh, a role play with um, between just other fans on the internet and you pretend to be different characters in a setting of that world or um, one that I've gotten particularly into lately is um, Tumblr RPing like through GIFs so you basically you come up with a plot of a story and you act it out sort of like a dialogue based fan fiction but um, it's through GIFs
1: Witcher. Wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> Question: yes. Is that? Are you, do you mean like it's just like a video of gifts, or it's like um, like a grid where they are like different?
0: Yeah. So basically, it'll be um, so it'll be like a Tumblr post, basically, and one might be like a person smiling, and that under that person smiling, the movement of a person smiling, it'll say like. Hi, Draco, or something. And then the next video will be, like, a... Res- uh, and the next gift. sorry, will be a response to that, and i will just keep going in that vein until it creates a story. And these, uh, our peers, get really into it. Like, they're crying. It's, like, good acting. It's very... Um, it's a really cool way to do, sort of, um, uh, fan fiction storytelling. Um, a- How long are they, usually? Um, it depends. A lot of them are short. Um, but I've... Um, the, my favorite, uh, RPer on Tumblr right now that I've been following is The Boy Who Lived, um, and they do really long ones, like, it, I, have, I have to wait for them to load, like, just keeps you have to keep scrolling, or they'll also do multiple parts, um, mm-hmm. so they'll do, this is, like, the Finney or Grey backstory part one, and then part two, part three, um, Ao3 is a really great place um, for fan- what? Is, what is that? I'm gonna, I'm gonna okay, explain. it's a great. Uh, it's a basically a fan fiction site. And it allows you to combine mediums. So I've read a lot of stories that have um, fan art within them. So it's really cool. You'll be reading a story and then all of a sudden this person has created a version of the Daily Prophet that is tailored to your story. And you'll see that image to go along with your story. Uh, Which is I find is really cool. Um, And then they also, AO3 also, you can do uh, audio fan fictions. So it'll be uh, someone who is has, like, a lot of time and art and reading this fan fiction, setting up the world, and they'll basically perform it like it's an audiobook. Which, in some of them, I saw one, I haven't listened to this one, but I saw one that was, like, 20 hours long. And I was like, whoa, whoa. that is hard because I I assume you, you're you not just
1: reading it verbatim. Like, you have to practice that um, to record 20 it. hours, that's like how almost, it's a little bit longer than the first... Harry Potter book on audiobook. Yeah. The first Harry Potter audiobook is, like, no, it's, like, way longer. It's, like, first, sorry, the first Harry Potter audiobook is, like, six hours or something. Yeah. That's crazy.
0: The ones I've been listening to lately have been around, like, two to three hours, hour and a half, and they do some really good work. Like, it's like listening to a professional audiobook. So, I mean, not all of them are like that, but, you know, the ones that, um... I have had the opportunity to listen to have been really great. It's um, like this.
1: You get to listen to us professionally podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, us. just like, um, I just ate during one episode. <laughs> that popcorn. Oh yeah. <laughs> Went sorry back and listened our... to that. That what was rough. Mean? I'm very sorry. <laughs>
0: um, and then of course, okay, this is me envision it listeners stepping on a soapbox. My favorite, Uh, part about fan fiction is that it gives opportunities for um, inclusion that aren't necessarily in the Harry Potter books and that this is something that has come up more recently in the fan fiction world but um but it's a fan fiction has become a safe place for people to feel like their stories are being told with the characters that they love So, for instance, the LGBTQ plus community is very prominent in fan fiction. And Tumblr, I hear. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um, There are, I've read beautiful fics about trans characters in the fan fiction community or, uh, I mean, in the Harry Potter world about um, coming out as trans, about coming out as bi, gay, queer, asexual.
1: Um, I'm sorry, are these like the same characters that they're doing this with or like they're creating new characters in the world or like a mix of both
0: um mostly I've seen it um I don't usually read a lot of stuff with original characters so what I'm speaking to is um characters that we already know like a um I read one really great fic that was about Harry um raising Albus and, um, Albus was born Alice, and then it was about their transition to Albus, and how Harry, like, dealt with that, and how great a father he was, despite her child. Just kidding, it was written before her child. And um,
1: does this, like, um, extend to, like, race and other things? Yeah, I was just about to, uh,
0: it, and then... The fanfiction community, and this is like, not fanfiction in general, but fan art, which I'm umbrella- I'm using fanfiction as an umbrella term, including fan art. Um, and the Tumblr community of the Harry Potter fandom has really latched on to uh, Black Hermione and Indian, as in Southeast Asian, mm-hmm. Harry and James. So- yeah. That's become a huge thing and actually became such a big thing that it's part of the reason why they cast Hermione Black in uh, Cursed Child, the play. So, um, yeah, it's really great. Fan works are beautiful. Um, And uh, speaking as someone who, you know, is a minority, who loved the Harry Potter series, it's really great to have, like, the fandom sort of recognize that you aren't being represented in the way that you necessarily would want to be represented in something that you love that much. Um, I also read this great fic this week <laughs> um, about um, a character who had um, a terminal illness, and it was um, it was a, a Marauders fan fiction, and Lupin, the way that they had changed... Instead of him being a werewolf, he had he was sick, and yeah. um, it just mm. the author of the fan fiction also suffered from a terminal illness, and she in her author's notes and stuff like that was talking about wow. how That's... like and it's honestly it's one of my favorite fan fictions. It's one of the most beautiful. It's called um, I think it's called Text Talk, um, and it it's just it was a really. Interesting read because it's powerful. Something that, I'm yeah, sorry. and powerful that you just don't you don't get that perspective very often, and that we don't really have a character that's like that in the Harry Potter universe. So it was it was really great to see that. so uh, this is me getting off the soapbox. <laughs> you ready for your vocab? Yeah, I'm ready. So, in to introduce the vocab, I have a little fun game for Molly. <laughs> it's her first little quiz. So um, this will be fun for you if you know what these things are, uh, fanfiction fans.
1: Uh, so and I did no pre-studying, just so everyone knows. Yeah, Molly this. has
0: not prepared for this. So, <clears throat> Molly, <laughs> you're going to tell me what you think each of these things mean, and I'm going to correct you if you happen to get it wrong. I already know that you know what at least two of them are because of well, that... Introduction. Okay?
1: okay. Let's see if I was paying attention. Impreg. <laughs> Wait, is this one of them that this you already one- mentioned? No, 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 no. Oh, this okay. is just one. Okay. okay. Um, impreg. <laughs> <laughs> well, my first thought would be impregnated, but I don't think that's... Impreg. Like the letter M and then preg. Okay. Well, I would think it would have to do with something like pregnant, but... I'm going, M, preg. Um, I'm just gonna like think it has something to do with like Twilight, where they imprint. <laughs> they imprint. I don't know. I have no idea.
0: Impreg is a trope uh, that happens not only in the Harry Potter fiction world, uh, but Twilight as well. Uh, is when uh two uh men have a conceive a child like there's oh, some sort so of I was alteration. On the right track yeah, there's pregnant. some. There's some sort of alteration because of magic to the male anatomy to make them be able to have a child if it's like a two male. Okay, partner. I got
1: you. What okay. about do they have a two female one?
0: Um, no. Um, wow, I rude. To be fair. Oh oh this I I'm going to soapbox again. Um the the lesbian by by women women that love women section of fan fiction, the Harry Potter fan fiction world is severely lacking. Um Where's
1: all that like Luna Ginny? <laughs>
0: I mean, they have it. It's just not a lot. It's a very small, yeah. you know, part of it. Um I'm sure there's a way for two women to have kids.
1: It just I haven't. I
0: haven't come upon it. I also stay very far away from impreg. It's not my ship. I'm not judging anyone's ships. That's another thing. Um, I don't king shame, and I'm not gonna ship shame.
1: Um, but um, I might, incidentally, <laughs> but like not in a mean way. <laughs> um, More in a confused way. But yeah. So, uh,
0: but impreg is just not my particular trope that I like to
1: read. I probably insulted someone by comparing it to Twilight. So. <laughs> All right, you ready for your next word? Yes, I'm ready. OT3. OT3 is uh, (laughs) on the triple. What? (laughs) What does that mean? I don't know. It's like in the future. It's like triple the (laughs) time.
0: I don't know. (laughs) So this is a like double hitter. So uh, like I'm going to help you get there. What does OTP stand for? One true
1: pair. Right. So an OT3. One true trio. Yes. Like a threesome. Right.
0: So it's like a polyamorous coupling. You ship three characters together. It's an OT3.
1: Okay. Cool. AU. Okay. So you kept saying this one and I thought it it was like adult universe. (laughs) But I now know it as alternate universe. Yes. Or alternative universe. Yes. Okay.
0: It basically means things that are, well, uh, we'll talk about but it later.
1: Yeah, so that, okay. What were you going to say? That means, like, it's not canon. It's not from the canon. It's, like, in a different, yes. like, something else, cha- like, something changed. Right. So, like, Fred is alive. Right. Basically. That's an A. <laughs> um, a very popular one. AO3. I just talked about it. <clears throat> Wait, the one, one true three? No, AO3. <laughs> Ao3, did you? Oh, eh, I wasn't paying it. I don't know. <laughs> Ao3 is a fan fiction site, so you go to oh, it yes. to look get yes. to get, and you can fiction. get all kinds of things, different mediums. Yes, fan pods, mm-hmm. pods. I should also mention because I don't think I have it in my
0: notes. Another really popular um, uh, fan fiction site is fanfic.net and and a uh, live journal. Those are the pretty much the three biggest ones i'm pretty sure um 3 is the most recent one it's new but um it's got so really they're not good quality on things. tumblr uh mostly tumblr links you to these places okay. there are a lot of people who do rec lists with like recommendation lists mm-hmm. on and run recommendation blogs for fan fiction gotcha but there is a fan fiction writing thing on tumblr there's just a limit to how much you can yeah content
1: everything ooc is this specific to Harry Potter or is no. this a fan fiction? This is, this is, well, this is just, this
0: is a known term. It's not specific <laughs> to Harry Potter or.
1: OOC. It's
0: specific to like probably the fandom
1: community. <clears throat> um, can you give me a hint? Um, it's a. Is it an acronym? Yes.
0: Over the counter. <laughs> okay, so the boy who lived, the Tumblr user who are peas, they use OOC when they are themselves and not being a character.
1: Out of character. Oh, out, of, like out of character. Out of character. So like themselves. Mm-hmm. But is it does it have to be like themselves? Like is that all it means?
0: No. So OOC also means when you and we'll get it we'll get to character bashing later. Okay. But uh, it also means when a character in a fic is really out of character. Okay. For example,
1: um, All of Cursed Child. All of Cursed Child okay, would be understood. OOC. Uh, beta. Um, like a weak character?
0: No. A uh, beta. You were a beta, actually. A beta is a person who um, edits a fan fiction for another fan fiction
1: writer before they uh, yes. post. I was an alpha beta, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> that would be top, top editor. Top top editor. There's your vocab for me. <laughs>
0: oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Canon.
1: Yeah, so I I guess I should say I have read Alex some of Alex's fan fiction. Oh yeah, that's true. I just don't Although, really know the terminology you've or You've read
0: my pretty canon compliant fanfiction.
1: Yeah, like this was like a couple years ago now. Yeah. Her you like first fanfiction. Yeah, my first ever yeah.
0: fanfiction. It's also actually my favorite one that I published <clears throat> online.
1: It's my favorite one I've read. And by <laughs> that, I mean it's the only one I
0: Well, I accept the title, nevertheless.
1: All right, next one. I'm ready. Canon. So, like, true to the the original story. Yes. Got it. Um, Nailed it. Got it.
0: (laughs) Okay, and this is your last quiz one. Mary Sue, Mary Sam.
1: I feel like this has something to do with, like, homosexuality or, like... It's not actually. Oh, okay. Um,
0: a Mary Sue is an original female character, so someone who's not in the original books. Oh, I've a Mary heard that Sam term before. Is a, a male. Oh. Hmm. I was way off. It's fine. <laughs> it, it, it is always good to guess. It's about homosexuality because <laughs> it's pretty prominent in the fan fiction world. All right, so here are some other quick faux crab words. I'll just run you down the list. Ship. Short for a relationship means you want a character to be together.
1: Did not know it was short for a relationship this entire, <laughs> my entire life. <laughs> I did not know that. And Alex Reeves and I. <laughs> yeah, we in college. We, um, Molly and I
0: were some great, uh, entrepreneurs, and we came up with this great blog that it was
1: also kind of creepy.
0: Yes, where we would, uh, ship random people we met.
1: Like, not met, not sorry. Met, that we, we saw. Did, that we took pictures
0: of. Us. So, like, if we... It, it was on our college campus. So, if like, we saw two people that were friends or studying together. Like, we'd take a picture and then we'd post it on the blog and we'd, like, come up with this, like, backstory. And, you know, other people... It was people, just
1: supposed to be fun. Yeah, other
0: people from our school, some people liked it. Like, we got followers and stuff like that and they were, like, into it. And other people...
1: Did not like. I think it. one person in particular was on there, and they like found it very offensive that we took a picture of them. Which honestly, Understood. rightfully so. And so
0: we took their um, concerns into account, and we never put, posted, posted it. again.
1: Very sad, but yeah, it was called Ship UMBC, which was our school, and this whole time, including that time where we would ship people, had no idea that Ship <laughs> stood for a relationship. All right, learn something new.
0: Um, my next one is OTP. We already said that one. One true pairing. Um, my OTP um, would be dreary. So just one true pairing. That's like your your
1: your ride or die. Chip. Okay, this is like very shocking because when you first started reading fanfiction, you did not like that.
0: I know, I know. I didn't. Uh, I didn't like that. I didn't
1: like well you weren't like I hate dreary, but you were like I don't want to read that yeah art. I
0: was really against reading dreary for a long time and then I'm like obsessed with it now it's like definitely my favorite ship I also had a fan fiction journey like I started reading very canon yeah couples and writing about very canon couples and while I still like go back to that um sometimes um because I was more interested in fan fiction for reading about characters we didn't get to see a lot like in the terry books. boot
1: anthony goldstein yeah that's my otp <laughs>
0: um yeah so my next uh thing is bro tp which is like best friends yeah when you ship two characters as best friends um uh drabble A drabble is a short, thick, usually a thousand words to show a glimpse of how a character, couple, etc. might react or handle a certain situation. Okay. Yeah. Um, For example, I read this amazing, adorable series of drabbles that were about Ron and Hermione when Harry wasn't around. Um, just going through the books. So it was like cute little moments. Like sometimes they were fighting, sometimes they were like flirting, but it was just like cute little moments throughout the books. Um, I really loved it. Um, Song fic. A song fic is a fan fiction that that uses lyrics to a song throughout the fic uh, to inspire the plot or to move along the story. I am not a fan of song fics because I really hate trying to read lyrics without melodic context like like
1: hearing it yeah um just a fun fact um bruce springsteen this is this was like really trending like the other day because apparently he submitted a song for the first harry potter movie and it got denied (laughs) but it got leaked like The other day, and it does not fit at all, and it it's weird. A lot of people hate it. Aww. A lot of people in the Harry Potter world and in the in the Bruce um, the Bruce fandoms, Bruce heads or Springsteen heads, or is that a thing? Yeah, that's what their their fandoms called. <laughs> and let me tell you, there is a fandom of Bruce Springsteen fans, but um, yeah. So I I did end up finding like um, the song, but it it was not. Was not fitting, um, but just I just think that's really that funny. is really funny. His like son was really into the book, so that's why he wanted Aww, to. That's cute. I did yeah. see this article actually. Yeah. Um, so if you're keeping up on the the Bruce stuff, <laughs> um, continue. <laughs> one
0: shot. A one shot is a fic that is one chapter in length. Um, do not be fooled. A one. I've read a one shot that has been seventy thousand plus. Uh, words. So it just means that technically it does; it's not split up into chapters. Um, Jeez. And a lemon, a subheading of a one-shot. A lemon is a short one-shot containing smut. What is smut? <laughs> smut is anything uh, sexual act.
1: Um, it's like, like anything backwards, l- like a lemon h- drop. <laughs> Do you know what I'm referencing? No. <laughs> it's from Easy A. He goes, you know, like a backwards limit.
0: Oh, I do know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Um. Yeah. So, uh, smut is just like a fan fiction that contains sex.
1: Um. Slash fic? Oh, I know that term. Um. NSFW. Oh yeah. Not safe for work. Good for you, Malls. <laughs> <clears throat> I just learned that last week. Mm. Wait, where? When we were trying to um, put up the Reddit stuff. Oh yeah, 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 I enlisted my boyfriend to help, and he had to label it NSFW since we use curse s- words. Curse words. Oh.
0: I always feel like dirty when we have to be registered as like not safe for work because like generally that means like smut.
1: Yeah, well on iTunes is just like explicit. No, I know, but I just yeah. feel. He'll you silky. feel smutty. I do. Squeaky.
0: A slash fic is a fic whose main pairing is two characters of the same gender identity. See, I knew what some of these were. You didn't ask me these. Well, because I was trying to stump you. Thought it would be funny to see you try. Drabble to- Drabble
1: was good. That's my favorite one I've learned. Um, oh yeah, I like drabble too.
0: Friendship. Um, <laughs> fem slash is two women, and m slash is two men. Oh. But you can just say slash. You can say a slash fic. That means that
1: it's just like... Two of the same.
0: Yeah. But if you want to get specific, it's Fim Slash and m Slash. For
1: the hashtags. Um, this one's funny to me. P-W-P
0: stands for either porn without plot or plot, comma,
1: what plot, question mark. Or plot with porn. <laughs> that, That's that means confusing. something different. Yeah, I know. It's like the exact opposite, opposite. but same initials. Uh,
0: Yeah, PWP and lemon are sort of like interchangeable. Um, uh, Sturgeon's Law, um, a uh, Reddit user asked us to talk about this. So basically Sturgeon's Law means that 90% of anything is crap. Um, And it was first uh, uh, brought up by Sturgeon, a man who was talking about uh, science fiction and how 90% of science fiction books and the science fiction world is crap, and then it's been used for all fandoms, or in all things. So basically what our Reddit user would like us to talk about is how 90% of fan fiction is crap, which is 100% true, and um, that... Just because something has a fan fiction has the most comments doesn't necessarily mean that it's the best written fan fiction or that it builds upon the world. It it doesn't mean that. What it probably means is because we live in a world where we are obsessed with smut. Uh, it probably means that it has a very favorable shift and that uh, it is a popular
1: kink or situation. Um. Um. And that that Reddit user is Ember Rising. Just so we give them a shout out. Credit. Sorry. No, Um, no, that's fine. I was just clicking
0: that. And uh, this is our last vocab word because it does get us into the next thing that we're gonna talk about. So, fanon. Okay. Fanon is common ideas or beliefs of the HP universe that can either not be disproven. canon or some people like to say word of god jk rowling because you know as we know in the harry potter universe jk rowling does say things about characters later on um or about events later on which also is considered canon because word of god author jk rowling set them um so fanon is basically things that the fandom has perceived to be true has decided is true even if it can be textually disproven but sometimes it's things that um there's no proof against it so we've just decided that's what happened can you give
1: us like an i exam- have a whole oh. list of oh, okay. examples <laughs> i um, was going say
0: two, one of each <laughs> um um for example um cursed child is not accepted into the Harry Potter fandoms canon. Like that is a fanon that people do not accept Cursed Child as an extension with of the you, Harry people. Potter um <laughs> books. Alright. Um, so things that are fanon. So also fanon can also mean something that um a bunch of fanfiction writers, fan art um drawers have decided are all going to be true for fan fictions. So they're just agreed upon things by a mass group. And so here are some, like, things that come up a lot. And I thought they were fun. I did some research on these. These are so cool. Some of them are really interesting. Quick
1: question. Mm-hmm. Are ships fanons? Like, um, is, like, dreary a fanon? No, that would be a ship. Uh, but
0: fanon... A fanon could be, because this is a popular be- belief, although I wouldn't consider it fanon because I think it's more just like a dreary thing, that Draco um, is, gay. is gay and ha- is infatuated with Harry, and that's okay. why he like does so, so many of the things that he does. Okay, um, okay so a Tempest charm is completely fanon-created. So for anyone who doesn't know what that is, a Tempest charm is a charm... That you can do with your wand that shows you what time it is wherever you are. And it's used a lot in fan fiction. Like in almost every fan fiction I've ever read where someone has a wand and they need to know time, they've used a
1: Tempest charm. Why does that come up so much? Why do you need to know the time so much? I don't know.
0: Time is like a writer. You need to know time. But
1: like they have clocks. Right. But it's like easier, I guess.
0: Like if you, because they don't have cell phones. I think it's trying, in a replacement, like, because if I, I don't have like a watch. So I click my phone on to see what time it is. Yeah. So they just use a tempest charm. That's just Or you can use a tempest charm as your
1: alarm clock. It's weird that it just like comes up a lot. Yeah,
0: it's, it's it's I thought that too. I was cuz I actually have seen tempest charms over and over again and when I first encountered them multiple times, I had to look up whether this was something that existed in the Harry Potter yeah. world. It's fanon, not canon. Um Rose Scorpius uh that ship. Now this is something okay. that uh, where a ship can be fanon. This ship was fanon before Cursed Child. So N- Cursed Child, if you believe, as an extended version of the Harry Potter books, has made Rose Scorpius a canon ship. They do, um, Scorpius does like Rose. Um, but... Bef- Even though he's clearly should be
1: with Albus.
0: Clearly he... That's Fannin. That is, Not canon. that is Fannin. Um, <laughs> but, um... He- I'm just in the me. seventh book, um, at the end, in the 19 years later, uh, there's that little bit where Ron's like, stay away from him, Rose. He's like, bad news. Which everyone in the fandom community sort of took, particularly Jermione <laughs> Shippers, took it and ran with it and was like, that means that they are in love and they're going to get married and it's great. So, uh, Rose Scorpius was Fanon before... Uh, Cursed Child made a canon. Um, wards. I don't know if you know what that is. Like, protective wards. I think you've explained it to me before. Yeah, it's basically like if you, uh, you put wards on your house. So,
1: Hogwarts. wards off people. Yeah,
0: Hogwarts would have wards because that's why you can't fly into it. But that's not really a thing that happens in the book. They're called, like, protective enchantments or, like, those things that Harry does in the seventh book. To get everybody to come in. Yeah. But the fan fiction world has decided that wards are a thing. So, like, if Harry, with all of his magical power and prowess, decides to operate in a Malfoy manner, then
1: he's broken through Malfoy Manor's wards. Okay. That's weird that they would change that, because there are, like, protective charms.
0: It's, um, um... In my research, it said that it came from one thing that is said in, like, one book... That isn't really using it for the same thing, but one. Yeah, probably
1: was just like it wards off vampires or something.
0: Yeah, but like when that's this is kind of how fanon is created: one person that uses it, and then everyone else starts copying it or has agreed that that's a thing. Um, Fred and George. This is an interesting one. I didn't know this one. Um, Fred and George being symbols for Molly's brothers that died during the first war. Fabian and Gideon, and that the names, Fred and George, are the same letters as Fabian and Gideon because of them, and that basically Fabian and Gideon were twins, is all oh. Fanon created based on, you know. But are they actually twins? N- it's never said, no. like, what they are. They You just know that she has two brothers named Fabian and Gideon, um,
1: but the fan in world has sort of decided that they're twins. Um. I I also read something about them, that they're named, not like Molly named them, but like she might have, J.K. really may have named them after two kings that were brothers, and mm-hmm. one of them died. Fred died. King Fred died. And so King George, he became King George because Fred died. <clears throat> so, well, I think someone used that as a, they were like, they were like, we think, she was planning this from the beginning because... But she said she didn't. She was planning Ron's death from the beginning. I was just... Oh, no, no. That's yes. just what this theory was kind of saying was like... I mean... Yeah. I, I don't know to which truth, but I just thought that was interesting.
0: No, that is cool. Yeah, this was actually probably my favorite one that I learned. Um, Bellatrix and Voldemort having a fair was fanon before Cursed Child, which made it canon, I guess.
1: Um... So what we're learning is, Curse Child is just based off of fan fiction. Yeah,
0: I, I, I Curse Child is clearly written by someone who reads a lot of fan fiction. There were nods to
1: fan fiction in it, anyway. Um, Which uh, that's I think that's like a good the good thing about fan fiction is it's separate. From, yeah, like it, yeah, even obviously who loves it so much. I you don't want them like what is fan fiction going to write about if they're like. Going for all those like outlandish like tropes and things like that. Right,
0: agreed. Yeah. 100% agreed. Um, Draco chooses the, uh, another fanon that has been word of God proven um, canon now, but before it was word of God proven that Draco chooses the light after the war and that Astoria is like his badass wife who also, though a pure blood, went against her family and to get and sort of like helps lead draco away from that life is it canon that she went to hogwarts yes she is she's mentioned in the books but like offhand as daphne greengrass's little sister do you know what book that's in Mm -mm. okay that's interesting who's daphne greengrass daphne is a seventh year slytherin okay daphne is mentioned more she's mentioned as pansy's best friend in the books Like, she's always hanging out with Pansy. She has blonde hair in the books. Hmm. I just know that because I write fan fiction. No, I know.
1: I just, I, like, obviously that doesn't, that name doesn't mean anything to me. Like, it probably does to other people that read fan fiction. Um, um, (laughs) this one uh,
0: is a fan in that, uh, that Snape is Draco's godfather, um, This one is sort of disproven in canon, even though it's most certainly fan, and I've seen it, like, in a lot of fan fictions, but, um, this is sort of disproven by the fact that in the sixth one, Harry doesn't, I mean, sorry, Draco doesn't really seem to be wanting Snape's
1: help in any way, or... I mean, he could still be the godfather, but I, I would discount it because, um... It doesn't seem like any of the Death Eaters, like, keep in touch, like, on a regular basis. Like, Lucius and Snape. Although they know each other, it doesn't seem like they, like, keep hanging out or anything. Yeah.
0: Agreed. Although Draco was born when Snape would still be a part of the Death Eaters. Right. So he could have been named Godfather before Voldemort fell. But anyway, that's a fan in, um... Draco having an abused childhood is fanon, um, But actually... Uh, Wait, who having an abused childhood? Draco. Oh. Uh, that his father's abusive either verbally or physically. I mean, I think that's like supported in the books. Yeah. I mean, I, not as much the physical abuse. No. Um, but um, yeah, I definitely think he ha- definitely has some like verbal abuse going on. Um, but actually, the abuse of Draco was started, and a lot of the fanon stuff about Draco was created by Cassandra Clare, which is the author of the Immortal Instruments series, if you guys know who I'm talking about. I do not. She actually wrote a Harry Potter fanfiction before she was a famous author, and it was called uh, the draco series or the draco oh the draco trilogy is what it's called and uh it's basically three books lengths about draco malfoy and she um it's a super famous fan fiction um and she's responsible for a lot of the fan-in about draco which i thought was really interesting i didn't know um, i always love to see um when fan fiction writers become you know actual published writers Another fan in Dudley and Harry have a good relationship after the war. Um, I
1: feel like that is support, like I feel, I think JK Rowling said that they they see each other at Christmas. Yeah. I mean see, I said not that all fanon yeah. can yeah. you know. I know. I'm just I'm just piping in on things that I also agree with.
0: <laughs> yeah, I agree with that one too. Um, the okay. So a fan in thing Um, And this is like crazy because J.K. Rowling, word of God later said that they referred to themselves as the Marauders, but it never says in the books that they call themselves the Marauders. The map is called the Marauders map, but that would just mean that they are the Marauder. So Mm -hmm. like the title of them as the Marauders is not really canon. It's fanon. But then J.K. Rowling was like, nope, they named themselves that. I agree. So, n- now it's canon, even though it, it doesn't really make sense, but it's fine. Wait, why doesn't it make sense? Because it's like the Marauder map. Like, it would, it's Marauder, it's like the apostrophe S. It's not like Marauder's apostrophe. You see what I'm saying? So, it's like they are the Marauder instead of Marauders. Oh, okay. okay. Um, it's a small detail, but it's just interesting that it was fanon before J.K. Rowling later was like, yeah, no, that's cool. Um, the idea that the snake that Harry sets free is Nagini, is fanon. Um, this is a huge fanon. That really grinds my gears. Um, male vilas are fanon. The fact that men can be vilas are fanon. Also, all lore is fanon and is crazy. It also... Im- Vila also imply that when you are a Vila, you have to mate with someone. And you have one perfect mate, and you have to mate with them. And if you don't have like sex-
1: imprinting? Yeah, like, and
0: if you don't have sex <laughs> with them, after you've mated with them, you will die. That is Vila-fic.
1: What, what, come on, fi- why did we all agree this was something that was real? Well, why does it bother you that there are male velas? It just seems like,
0: in the book, it just only seems to refer to a Vila as women.
1: Yeah, I mean, I... I no, do, I, I'm sorry.
0: I didn't... I should have prefaced... I, the male Vila thing isn't what I'm upset okay. about. I'm upset about this crazy mating ritual oh, Vila yeah. thing. Because it's definitely not true given we've seen a Vila fall in love normally with... Bill Weasley. Part Vila. Part Vila. Vila. That's true. But like Vila fix that this Vila fanon is about people that are part Vila. It's not about full Vila's. So Vila fan fictions, which I'll talk about, you know, they just, it's just someone who like oh, character that we know, like Draco or Hermione has discovered that they have Vila blood in them and
1: you know, whatever. Yeah. I would just assume that, uh, there would be male Vila's if there are female ones, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that's true.
0: It's just, I i don't know why. I, th- I think they were compared to Sirens, and I think people assume that because they're like a mythical creature that is only yeah. of woman. Um, Fanon, but confirmed by J.K. Rowling, that Umbridge was in Slytherin House. It never says officially. Oh. But <clears throat> new Fanon for Umbridge is that she's a Hufflepuff.
1: That's... I don't know if I agree with. Why is that new? Like, did something...
0: No, it's just like... It's, it's just, just it's like art. It's just like an argument in the amongst... Like, it's a riff. Like, a lot of people believe that she's in Slytherin, and then J.K. Rowling agreed, and then now a lot of people like to put her in Hufflepuff.
1: Yeah.
0: I think she has more Slytherin motivations. Definitely. And,
1: like, obviously... Has a good
0: rapport with the Slytherins. Right. Like, I think that she doesn't care about hurting people, which is not a Slith- well, not a Hufflepuff trait. Like, she doesn't yeah. care about
1: people. She not cares- that all Slytherins want to hurt people. No, but I,
0: I... And I'm not even saying... I just mean that her motivations are, like, she cares more about her... Um, she cares more about specific people, like, her specific group of people, than she does Herself about, and Cornelius Fudge. Right. Than <laughs> people is in general. Yeah. Um... And then, uh, Hermione, there's one that, there's a fan in that Hermione visits Crumb somewhere throughout the books and that she loses her
1: virginity to Crum. I support that. That's
0: a fan in that's very highly
1: believed. Although I don't know when that would have happened. Maybe I don't, like, yeah. Summer of the sixth one? Yeah, some, like, it's just some summer she
0: believes. That's what people believe. Um,. Merlin as a replacement for God in fanfiction. In um, fanfiction, characters use the word, like, they're like, Merlin. Um, like, oh, my Mer- Like, oh, my Merlin, <laughs> things like that. They don't say that, but no, they use it as a mean. replacement for God. And people, characters use the word God in the Harry Potter books, so it's just a fanon that people like to joke about. Yeah, um,
1: but they also say, like, They say Merlin's beard. It's just, like, funny yeah. because. <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah, I yeah.
0: Get it. I get it. Um, <clears throat> Grindelwald and Dumbledore are hooking up. That's like, it's like almost canon. It's just that J.K. Rowling doesn't say it with words. The what is canon officially is that J.K. that Dumble, that Dumbledore's gay. That Grindelwald would use any means necessary to get Dumbledore on his team, and that Dumbledore had, had like at least a crush on, on Grindelwald.
1: So the fanon is that they were hooking up. <sighs> um but is the fanon that grindelwald didn't really love dumbledore that is, is canon. that just that's confirmed by jk wait, rowling that he did not love mm-hmm.
0: jk rowling has at said, any point yeah jk rowling has said that grindelwald is more con was more concerned about his cause and about magic than he was about falling in love with anyone and that while he might have If he was going to get close, it would have been Dumbledore because Dumbledore was the only person that Grindelwald found an equal to in himself.
1: Mm. But it wasn't true love. I feel like there's some wiggle room there. Yeah,
0: I'm just saying what J.K. Especially
1: with the Fantastic Beasts coming up.
0: Agreed. I'm just saying what word of mouth, but like a word of God, J.K. Rowling has said
1: by word of Merlin.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I pointed to Molly, gave her, gave her a little finger gun action um uh uh fanon sirius and charlie are gay um disagree i know the but wait one <laughs> second sometimes charlie is a fanon player that's what i think yeah and sometimes he's ace so charlie has a lot of fanons because there's not that much information about him but so yeah. i think
1: that gives people more but room most to like- yeah but
0: mostly the fanon is that he's gay and serious as fanon
1: is mostly that he's gay. I believe that too, but I believe that Charlie is a player, just like a no, no uh, support on that from the books. I just personally <laughs> thought that growing up, um, uh, the Golden
0: Trio in reference to Harry, Ron, and Hermione is fanon. No one ever calls them the Golden Trio. I don't know where that came from. It's huge in fan fiction. Everyone's referring to them as the Golden Trio. Yeah,
1: I've heard that. Yeah,
0: um, and then, are they
1: ever referred to as a trio?
0: I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. I just... I thought that was interesting, too. I wonder
1: if that also just came from, like, the movies and, like, even just, like, press junkets and stuff. Like, it's, like, the trio, you know? Yeah. Things like that. Like, it just blossomed. That's a hum- That's
0: true. Yeah. I also think it has to do with, like, they call, like, the rule of three, like, I think, like, the golden, you know, yeah. something, like... Um, but, um, and then Scorpius, Rose, and Albus, and Next Generation fan fictions are called... The Silver Trio.
1: Wow, not as good, I guess. <laughs> I think well, in like Rose isn't. I mean, in Curse Cursed Child. Child,
0: Rose is not how Rose is portrayed in. Child. So this condition. is
1: fandom is the Silver Trio. Yeah, oh, okay. fanon Silver Trio. Wait, what did I say?
0: You you were just assuming like it was like the Rose like their relationship is the same as it was represented yeah. in Curse Child, but um in in Next Gen. Uh, fan fiction that predates Curse Child. Yeah. Rose, Scorpius, and Albus are like best friends. Um... Oh, there are also that's my end of my list. Uh, there are also amazing fanon characters, like what characters' personalities are, but uh, I'll talk about that when I talk about specific stuff. Okay. Thank you to Samsung, Fucinari, sixty nine. For asking us to talk about um, Fanon and what Fanon is and things that are Fanon versus what 69. aren't Fanon. <laughs> uh, they were the ones that asked me to talk about that. And it was cool. I learned a lot. Um, so, so basically, um, now we're going to just talk about canon versus AU stuff. Okay. Um, so... In canon-compliant fan fictions, you're talking about... And here's my bias showing, because uh, though I love um, the ships that we get from J.K. Rowling, like the canon ships, yeah. and though I read um, like Fred Angelina and all of that stuff, I don't usually read Ron Hermione, Harry Ginny um, canon-compliant fics. If I'm reading about those ships, I usually am reading about them in an AU situation just because I feel like their journeys have already been set. It's like, like too perfect. It's like, okay. Yeah. I don't want to mess with it. Um, um, but the top three canon pairings are uh, Ron Hermione, Harry Ginny, and James Lily. Those have the That's, most fan fiction okay, written about gotcha.
1: them.
0: Based on, oh, sorry. When I say that, top pairings, I'm
1: doing it strictly based on AO3s. Um, Which we learned earlier hosts uh, different fan fictions. Yes.
0: <laughs> um, based on AO3's sorting system, because one, that, that that has the easiest way to collect data, and two, it is the most popular um, sort of fan fiction hub right now. Um, yeah, so basically canon fan fictions, um, there are some really great ones that talk about Rebuilding characters after the war or rebuilding the worlds after the war. Um, there, um, Harry is usually head of the horror department. Jenny Jenny is usually depicted as being really into Quidditch
1: and playing for the Hollywood Harpies. You know, things yeah. that we know to be true. Um, kind of picking up where 19 Years Later took off. Or are at the time of the school, there are two. There's that you can do Hogwarts stuff, like things
0: at Hogwarts that we missed. Yeah, um, like or, with other characters,
1: right? Well, I guess can you do other characters? Like, can you do a pansy fan fiction that's canon? But like, I guess you elaborate mm-hmm. on it. There's it's, a lot like, of fan if like if pansy and that. Draco, for instance, mm-hmm. like that would be canon, but just yeah. Obviously, that like would be
0: considered a canon. You're picture.
1: elaborating on the story because you don't actually know what happened.
0: My favorite canon fix I've ever read um, was um, Fred Angelina, and it was Fred's point of view from his beginning at Hogwarts till. um...
1: But wasn't he was left this written school. before? This was
0: written before seven
1: came out. The yeah. book came out, and
0: it was really sad, and it wrecked me. Okay, it's fine. Yeah,
1: no. We're in an AU. But world. it actually
0: ends before he would have died. Right. So it's.
1: It's fine. It's, it's fine. It's. Um, we're like just living in a time capsule. Um,
0: um, in canon fan fictions, Ron is usually just in love with Hermione forever and is very in love with her. That's just like Ron's canon, which is also depicted in Cursed Child. <laughs> Is that, like, I mean, Hermione loves him, too, but, like, whereas Hermione is depicted in fanfiction as, like, her work and her causes with, um, magical creatures and that department is, like, her main thing, Ron's usual, uh, thing in canon fanfiction is that he just, Hermione is everything. Um, I feel like
1: Ron normally just gets the shaft, like, he doesn't get real, like, plot or anything. Or sometimes they just kill him off.
0: Yeah. Ron bashing is huge. Uh, we'll talk about that. Bashing. Um uh the, the last canon thing I'm going to uh talk about is um George being depressed after Fred's death Aww. is a huge thing. Um I don't sometimes he let's can't not handle dwell it. On this. I'm not gonna dwell <laughs> on it. Some, there's a lot of like suicide uh uh, George fan fictions a lot of Angelina helping him through. Um, that sounds familiar. I Angelina wrote, and I wrote, George. I wrote one like that, but that's also a very common trope. Um, and but just but overall, that's canon though that they get
1: together. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And they have a kid named Fred Second and, and Roxanne. Um. But uh, my favorite thing about uh. Canon stuff is that they really do a good job of like the PTSD of the characters and how they deal At with things post war, which is now
1: can there be canon prequels like the Marauders and stuff? Yes, so okay, so technically I've put Marauders
0: in the its AU own, section, like kind of as its, its own, own thing. thing, uh, but uh, yeah, most Marauders, J- J- like I put James and Lily in this section, James and Lily are um. Canon. are canon and a lot of fan fiction is written written about them
1: yeah but like like the trope of lupin and Sirius, that would be uh see i i when i i'll talk about that when i get to au that is
0: that is so close that is pretty much fanon that they were together during marauders yeah, well, it
1: wouldn't. That wouldn't be considered canon. It would anyway, be, and it right? wouldn't be
0: considered canon. But there's nothing to disprove that why they were teenagers, they weren't together. Yeah. So it like, and most most people that like read fan fiction believe that it happened, and then like Tonks is like his you know end game. Yeah. But um, and that's actually what I believe. There's there's a discourse. Some people believe that. The taunts and him thing is, like, not a thing. Oh, no. I know. I yeah. believe that one goes seamlessly into the other. Other people who are really Tonks sleeping fans, usually fans exclusive. believe that Wolfstar, which is Remus and Sirius, didn't happen. They're like, it didn't happen because it makes it too sad, and we just want them to be happy with Tonks. Wow. Well. I've heard both things. <clears throat> but yeah, that's all I have on canon. Now let's go to AU. I like AU better anyway. <laughs>
1: well i think for fan fiction it makes sense why you would want to read like au because it kind of the reason you're probably reading fan fiction is like a an elaboration or like you're elaborating on something like if you're just doing it the same story like you can't do that much with it agreed which is yeah i love it. like i don't have an interest in like in fan fiction mostly because i don't want to read like Alternative stories. Like, I like what I have. I think. Yeah. Which, I think that makes sense.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, why more people in fanfiction like...
0: AU. AU. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I like... I like... No, like, no problem with that. Just, like, for me, I'm, like, happy with what I have. (laughs) (laughs) I have my cake. I want my cake and I eat it, too. Like, I'm
0: happy with what I have. I also... That's also why I stay away from canon is because I love the book so oh, yeah. much.
1: That, I don't mean, like, if you like fanfiction. Obviously, if you like the fanfiction, you like the original. That's not what I'm saying. No, I just meant that <laughs> yeah. in
0: general, why I like AU yeah. so much is because it's so far away from the book that it's, like, reading its own thing. Yeah. Um, so I have another quiz for you. Okay. Good. Okay. So now that we're in the AU world, um... <laughs> I want you to tell me what you think the top uh five Okay the top five non canon ships are Okay in order.
1: Okay. Okay. I'm ready. Go. Oh, just like, I want you to tell me. Okay. I think like Drari is probably number one. Yes, it is. Okay. Um I don't know I don't know what the just, order just, will be. Oh okay. But I'm just going to say what I think are probably the most popular. Okay. Um, Draco and Hermione. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, like, Wolfstar. Yeah. Okay, so that's Remus and Sirius. Um, well, you said it's not that popular, but I would think, like, Ginny and Luna is popular, but not, okay. not top five. No. Okay. Um, I'm only going to let you guess one more.
0: Okay. No, well, just because, like, uh, one, I don't think you're going to get one this one of them
1: because I didn't even know this was a huge ship. Okay. I feel like people on Tumblr really like Neville. Is he in one of them? you
0: got characters that can be sexy. Like we said, 90%, that's Sturgeon's law. Okay. Well, do I get one more guess? Yeah. Okay. Um, Even though I think that Neville's sexy in his own way, he's not generally perceived as sexy. So...
1: Hmm. Let me just think. Oh, Harry and Hermione.
0: No, it's not uh, Harmony. Harmony is actually not a very in terms of like this list. They didn't even make top ten. Whoa! Thank um, God. I know, right? I was so pleased when I was doing my research. Um. Okay, so it goes dreary. Wolfstar, you got both of those. Then Snarry. Snape and Harry. Oh, I would believe Snape and Hermione. Snape I and guess. Hermione's the last one. So it goes okay. Snarry, Dramione, Snamione. These names. But Snarry
1: I did not even know. Like, I am very I mean, prominent it, in the fan... It makes sense. It makes sense based on what you're saying. Not like it makes sense in my world,
0: but it makes sense in the I have fiction. no idea it was that big of a ship. I, none. I'm flabbergasted.
1: Well, you see, Alex, in the fan fiction world, there's a big thing about slash fiction. Oh, oh. And so two male characters that presumably hate each other, i.e. like Draco and Harry... It just makes sense that like Just note, three <laughs> out of the two are sla are are slash fixed. Yeah. Like That's what I'm saying, Alex. You need to like learn this stuff. But um <laughs> as much as I wish Ginny Luna was a
0: popular one, um, like I said before, it's probably the most uh oh actually I think it, either Jenny Luna or Jenny Hermione or the top Finn sl- fin, I hate Jenny Hermione that I don't seems I like don't ship it at like cuz they are like sisters so Agreed. it's weird I don't ship that one I ship Jenny Hermione I ship in terms of Finn Slash, I ship Jenny Hermione I'm sorry not Jenny Hermione I ship Luna Jenny Lenny. I love Lenny. I think that's really sweet I like um I like I also like Panmione and um, is that Pansy? Pansy and Hermione and Pansy don't and Jenny like. but I'll explain the pansy thing later, because she's a completely different personality in fan fiction. So I've heard. Um. Tropes. So here are, like, different tropes that can happen in AU. Uh,
1: non-magical AU. So, uh, this is... I know. I'm making a face. I know. Because that seems the dumbest thing. So
0: it's basically, you're just in... You're just... It's. You're just not in a magical universe, (laughs) like, they don't have magic, they're just normal people in a normal setting. I also don't like non-magical AU, although this Wolfstar one that I read about the illness was a non-magical AU, and it's the first one I've ever read, and I actually really loved it, so I'm gonna eat my words, but everyone that I talk to about fanfiction knows that I don't like non-magical AU, because I'm like,
1: what's the point? Isn't there one, like, called like Marriage Law or something like yes. where they have to be together? Yes. Okay.
0: Marriage Law is basically written for Hermione, although other pairings
1: have picked it like, up where... Like No, No. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> marriage Law is basically that a muggle-born and a pure blood have to marry so that they can repopulate the wizarding world. And... For some reason, Ron is out of the picture, and she can't marry Ron, so she has to marry Draco, or Fred, or some other, or Snape, someone else, it's, I, although don't get me wrong, I've read a lot of Marriage Law, I think it's the funniest trope. Sometimes I read tropes because I think they're hilarious. I like, how did you get in this situation?
1: What, uh, this is, like, not a fan fiction question, really, just a question. So, if you have two muggle-borns that are together, and they have a child that's, like, not magical, are they considered a squib or, like, a muggle?
0: I think a squib, because it's, like, any, it's, like, you're, if you have a magic, you're supposed to produce magic.
1: Yeah, but, like, they come from a whole line of, like, non-magic. I know, but I think it's supposed just to Just, be- like, a, a weird thought, I just
0: yeah. <laughs> I also think the whole like magical blood thing is you know based in prejudice like the fact that you are a muggle born I don't think has anything to do with the percentage of magic that's in your blood
1: oh yeah so like if two muggle
0: borns got together then it technically is just a pure wizard because
1: I got you yeah excuse me yeah that makes sense um
0: everyone is alive AU those are cool it's basically just like no nobody one dies. Or is,
1: specific people aren't dead, like Or like that the war never happened or something like that? No, it's
0: that the war happened, these people just are alive and they you don't ask questions about it. Like it'll be tagged everyone lives and it'll be like, Okay, they are alive, don't ask how it happened, okay? They're just alive. <laughs> like every Snomiony ever, because Snape dies. And if
1: it's Snomiony pre war, it is oh. illegal. Wow. So um, I don't even want to ask if there's, like, a lot of that kind of stuff. Vila, vampire, <laughs>
0: werewolf fix, moving right along. Um, you can tag something, just by the way, because of Molly's question, as underage. Um, I backlash tag that, so I don't have to see any of it.
1: Well, um, I don't know what backlash means. Like,
0: I, I, I might not be using it. Where I just, like, if I see that, I don't look at it as something that I want to read. Okay. Um, unless it's, like, two characters that are young, so, like, and it's not, like, a sexually explicit fic, like, if it's about...
1: Like, while they're in school.
0: Yeah, like, if they're in school and it's, like, they're Ginny like and dating. Harry, then yeah, <laughs> clearly it's about underage people, but it, you know. I gotcha. Um, Vila vampire werewolf fics, um, all of those have to do with mating and finding a mate and, uh, like magical meeting. creature yeah. world. Um, yeah. Um, Impreg. We already talked about what that is. Um, is like centaurs. Are they big in the fan from world? I don't know. No, they're not. Wasted. I'm sure sh- they're. I'm <laughs> sure they're big. Like in their. Like I'm sure people write stories about centaurs. Yeah. But Vila Fix is its own trope. Like you. Yeah. Well, like, I was wondering if like... every ship has a Vila trope vampire. Same. Like I, I don't read sure. those. So I don't know much information about them.
1: Yeah, I
0: accidentally read a Vila fic once. Didn't like it. Weird.
1: Um, just sorry. I don't even really like the one Vila character we know that. <laughs> <laughs> Although it, she really redeems herself in the seventh one. I, I, I like,
0: like, like Flair. Um, Muggle games basically is like Truth or Dare, Spin the Bottle. Any of those, that's a huge Oh, joke.
1: I thought that was like much darker. You said muggle games. I thought it was like <coughs> hunger games, but for muggle. <laughs> that's dark.
0: Um, head common rooms. So that basically that um basically that um the two heads of houses so like, there's so not head's of houses. Head boy and head girl. Yeah. They share a common room, and there's only Ooh, one Scandi. bathroom. Like what? <laughs> they like they have to share a bathroom, but, but they, they have share- like separate rooms. Oh. But they share like a common room. Like they live in their own room. I guess. Gotcha. <laughs> Who
1: are you normally the head boy and girl in those situations? Um,
0: it's usually an eighth year AU, which I was about to get to, where it's like um, Hermione and Draco go back for their eight, to finish their eighth year that they missed because of the war, uh-huh. and they're head boy and head girl.
1: And that's how they get rid of Ron?
0: Yes, that they just fall in love. That's the nice way to do it.
1: Yeah. Because he's not going back for an eighth year. Yeah. Although Draco wouldn't <laughs> either.
0: I Um...
1: That's actually fanon that he
0: does go back. Yeah, because but I he, don't think he because actually Because he would. needs the... Because he's, like, really, um... After the war, he can't, like, get a job and stuff, so he wants to go back to school and... At least have his... Prove, yeah, prove that he can, you W know, T. EWT. Yeah, exactly, to get his nudes. I also think Draco does care about...
1: You and I have school. a disagreement on this. I don't think he does.
0: Um... Uh, marriage law. We talked about that. Um, dark character is a huge thing. So like dark Hermione or dark Harry. So basically, that just means they're evil. Like they choose the Death Eater so, side. Cedric Diggory.
1: Yeah, would be
0: a dark Cedric AU. That is. I'm sure O-O- that's very. That's popular. OOC. It is also be considered uh, Cedric bashing because it's so out of character.
1: So much. So much. So much. Voldemort wins AU. I'm glad I have uh, Cursed Child as a reference point for all this fan fiction.
0: Yeah. Isn't it great that you've read actually two fan fictions, Mind and Cursed Child? Oof. Yikes. Um, yeah. Yours is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God bless. I hope so. Um, incorrect Houses. Oh, uh, that's fun. Yeah, that one's cool. A lot of Slytherin Harry, a lot of Slytherin Except Hermione. for Harry would
1: never be in Slytherin. Agreed. Um... Except for, actually, what we were talking about, like, you find your true friends. Like, that is a hairy trait, I think.
0: hmm Anyway. Um, love potion AU. A love potion makes you get together with someone. you don't like that. That has a... Yes. But it's not... It's... To be fair, to be fair to people who write love potion AU, it's usually not rapey. It's usually not the other... Per- it's usually, like, they accidentally create a love potion. Or it's, like... Like, together. Like, you're a potions partner with them, and you mix the wrong ingredient, and it actually became a love potion. Like, nobody's, like, sneaking a love potion in No remilda veins. Yeah. That's not usually what's happening. I'm sure that it does, but that would be tagged, rape, non-con. And I would also, like, non-consent. And so I would also skip past it. Um,
1: The depths of uh, the internet. Yes. Fake relationship AU. I love this one. This is like they pretend to be dating for yeah, some... for some question mark reason that doesn't make sense. Like a Norbert type chapter. Right. It's a... Contrived.
0: Marriage law and fake relationship. Two that I read that are... Don't make any sense, but I love them. Um, magical bonding. So a bonding fic. So like when you're married and you there's a magical bonding ceremony. So... Kind of
1: like um, the... A... Uh, un- um. Unbreakable vow.
0: Yeah, except for you're bonded to your partner. Sometimes that means that you can't cheat on them. Sometimes that means that you share mind with them. So, like, you're really attuned to their feelings, and you can sometimes hear their thoughts and communicate that way. Bonding is kind of cool. I really like bonding folks. Which, which ships use that the most? What'd A lot of ships use bonding, oh, okay. but I read dreary the most. Quidditch um, AU. Basically, it's, like, they fall in love because of Quidditch. Uh, Harry Ginny does this a lot. Like, they play on either opposite teams or the same team. It's really cute. That's super cute. Um, or he's,
1: like, captain yeah, and she's yeah. on the team. Yeah, Quidditch
0: AUs are really cute. Um, That's canon. <laughs> that is real. <laughs> um, Draco and uh, Harry do a lot of Quidditch AU. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, And then bashing. So basically, bashing is when you have a character that you hate as the writer. You hate that character. Or you're a reader and you hate that character. So you search out fan fictions that villainize this character by doing something they would never do. Ron bashing is such a huge thing in the fan fiction community. It's actually so huge in the Dramione fandom that I had to stop reading Dramione, which is why I jumped on the dreary train because the Dramione train was so Ron bashy. Like there's like Ron like cheats on Hermione all the time. He's verbally abusive to her. Hermione joins, I mean, Ron Jorns joins Voldemort, all these crazy things.
1: <laughs> like,
0: like, whoa. Um, Ron sometimes can be bashed in um, dreary, but it's usually for a more logical reason, which I don't think would be true of Ron. I still think it's out of character, but a lot of people assume that Ron will be homophobic, um, or that he won't ever um he he won't accept Draco and Harry's relationship. That actually does make sense, like plotwise.
1: Um,
0: that one I uh, accept more. Um, but yeah, that's basically bashing. Um, uh, Astoria Greengrass gets bashed a lot in Hermione too, uh, because that's who Draco Draco marries. So, usually bashing is used when there's a couple that is together and they need to, like, get the other person away.
1: So, in these types of AUs, like, with these ships, are there, like, second generation ever? Like, are there kids or... But they're not. Are they the same kids, or they're different? No. Like new names and stuff, or? Um, uh, most of the time, there's
0: they're new names unless it's like like, um, like Harry usually always names a kid James, no matter who he's with.
1: Okay. Um, when he's in impreg, I don't read a lot of impreg, but uh, <laughs>
0: um, a lot of times. I've read a lot of kid fics with Harry and Draco where, like, they've had kids separately and then they that's, raise them yeah, together. Yeah, that's also
1: what I was wondering if, like, it's 19 years later, everyone's with their original ship and then everyone kind of, like, cheats on yeah, each other. Or
0: they just get a divorce and yeah. get
1: back together. That happens a lot, too. So they have, like, that second generation still exists. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, sometimes. And then sometimes
0: they have new kids. Like, Ron, um, Her- Draco and Hermione have kids all the time and they're all named something crazy and not... Like Hermione, Scorpius, s yeah. Um, yeah. So that's bashing. Um, so then these are the most three popular eras. Um, next generation. So that's like the kids based on James Albus, James Albus Rose, Scorpius. Um, the three most popular next generation ships, or not three. The most popular ones are Teddy, Victory, Victoire, Victoire. Sorry. Victoire, which is, um, you know, Tonks and Lupin's son yeah. with, um, Fleur Bills. Bill's daughter. That's canon. It's most popular. Um, oh, Teddy, and R, Victoire. Uh, Albus Scorpius is the most popular, um, Scorbus, as they're called, is the most popular uh, next generation ship, uh, closely followed by Scorpius Rose and Teddy James. Ew, they're,
1: like, almost brothers. Agreed. <laughs> I also think it's weird. Um, but I guess because, like, James is, like, obsessed with Teddy, but, like, in a, I think yeah. in a big brother way, but I guess the fan fiction world, I can see is taking that Yes. Differently. Um. Uh, we already talked about how the Silver Trio is, um... A thing.
0: Yeah, um, usually their houses are as follows. Teddy's, uh, canon Hufflepuff, and people usually put him in Hufflepuff even before J.K. Rowling came out and said that. Um... Wasn't Tonks in Hufflepuff? Yes. Okay. Which is why they do that. Um, Victoire, um, she can be in a lot of things. She's either in Ravenclaw or Gryffindor, usually. Um... Yeah. Uh... Albus is almost always in Slytherin, even before cursed child. Yeah. Slytherin. Albus was a canon thing. Um, Scorpius is actually usually in Ravenclaw because that makes a lot of people think that Draco was really smart and good at school, so
1: they assume that his like you, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so they assume that his child will be in Ravenclaw. See, um, I would think as someone who doesn't read fanfiction, I would say that's a fanon that Draco's like really good at school. Yeah. Because I, I, other than, like, him being, like, good at potions, like, I don't think that's really supported in the text. Okay. So, yeah. It is. But, I mean. Draco cares about school. I'm, I'm not, start. like, that anti it. I just am. Every time you say it, you say it like it's canon. I also read a
0: lot of, like, I I fully admit, I most of the yeah. fan fiction I read is about Draco or
1: has Draco involved somehow. But I'm I'm piecing it together. That's why you say it like it's canon because it's, yeah. now I know. Fannin. Fannin.
0: (laughs) um rose is either in slytherin or gryffindor or in ravenclaw with scorpius she goes around she's mostly in gryffindor yeah
1: um
0: and she doesn't have the personality that she does in cursed child usually she's really smart she's just like hermione and but like which is true to the but she's like a replica of hermione instead of being like hermione who is mean She's Hermione, who is
1: sweet. Why is she sometimes put in Slytherin? Because of Scorpius? Yeah, so that Scorros can happen. Or is it because she's, like, allegedly Draco and Hermione's child? (laughs) Is that, like, a thing ever?
0: Not when they're shipping Scorpios. No, no, when
1: they're shipping Draco and Hermione. Is it ever that... Rose is their child and that she's in room because she's their child
0: um I I don't know enough about next gen to oh, okay. say if that's true I, I do just know that, that in Dram- I do read enough Hermione to know that Draco and Hermione do have kids a lot but I don't think I think their personalities they like Rose wouldn't be the same personality as Draco as her dad so I think like yeah um Rose wouldn't be Rose like it's not the same character
1: um. Well, that is logical, but sometimes fan fiction. No, not I well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: um. Usually, oh sorry, I should explain the reason why I say that is because usually when Draco and Hermione have a daughter, she's way more Ravenclaw Sneaky. or Slytherin. Like yeah. she like is always, almost always like on the fence of those two houses. Like she could either, she could go either way. I got you. Um. Uh, tropes include, um, this, so, um, I, uh, my friend Anna, I asked her to help me because I don't know a lot about Next Gen. Shout out to Anna! To Anna. <laughs> um, she, um, uh, she told me, I asked her for some tropes that happen in Next Generation, and this is what she said, let's
1: make all the gay angst happen, TM. <laughs> she Wait, also said- explain TM. Uh, trademark. But, like, I still don't really get why that is used in- these circumstances. I, d- I can't explain to you. It's like, it's just like. Okay, just is c- a thing. Yeah, right. It's a thing. I know. I've been, people have tried to explain to me before. I, um, I might just be obtuse about it.
0: But she also says that, but the gay angst is not super accurate. <laughs>
1: so,
0: <laughs> Um, and then she says, the return of the Dark Lord, TM. Like, that happens in every Next Generation. That makes
1: sense. That would happen, like, in a sequel, like, yeah. uh, a la Star Wars. A la
0: Cursed Child. Like, something wow. with the Dark Lord yeah. comes back. Um, in my Next I was thinking Generation of fix, real it has
1: nothing to do <laughs> with Voldemort. It's fine, though. Um, no, it's about, uh, what's her name, right? Uh, are you making it?
0: What? What? I don't know who you're talking
1: about. Uh, Voldemort's daughter. No. <laughs> What's her
0: name? <laughs> uh, Dark Mister Menchia Ravenway. Just kidding. <laughs> um, Delphi. Delphi. Yeah. So Teddy is almost always the personality of Teddy is almost always a
1: perfect mix of Tonks and. Uh, I feel like Lubin. he's one of the most endearing characters because of like his history and everything. Yeah,
0: he's actually a really cool character. He's my favorite uh character to like sort of to talk about for next gen. Um so usually he's punk AF like Tonks but with a heart of gold. Yeah. Um and nerdy, like super <laughs> dorky. That makes so much sense. Um and then in fan art, um he's so cute. He usually is depicted with like gauges and blue hair. Like an and
1: like, ultimate hipster.
0: Yeah, like just a big old... Tumblr hipster. hipster. And he's head boy.
1: Because um, he's a ginormous nerd.
0: Okay. Let's go to Marauders! <laughs> um, Marauders uh, is really cool. I'm just getting into Marauders, and I'm really loving Wolfstar right now. Um, they're great. Um, So Wolfstar, like we said, is the most popular ship in... Uh, Marauders era, obviously, but it's it kind of cheats because it can be in Marauders era and in canon and in you know what I'm saying know, yeah. because it they they you see them interact as adults and you know that they interact when they're in Hogwarts yeah. so they have a lot of fan fiction that
1: spans a lot of time. Um. Um, is it popular for like Sirius to have like a crush on James? Because I've always assumed that.
0: A lot of fan fictions either, um, a lot of Marauders fics that aren't Wolfstar have Sirius, like, pining after yeah. James, which is sad, but I also really believe that, or that, or they
1: have- Like, that seems believable Or they me. have,
0: if, like, Sirius is gay, they have Sirius being, like, really in love with James and then, like, falling for
1: Lupin. Yeah. You know. I would definitely buy that Sirius was gay also an
0: OT3, a very popular OT3. The most popular OT3 is James
1: Lupin Sirius. And then just um, a literal Peeping Tom of Peter.
0: Yeah. yeah, Peter is so interesting in Wolfstar. I'm glad you brought him up because <laughs> You're the so reason because the reason I didn't want to read Wolfstar was because I really dislike Peter Pettigrew. Oh, why
1: is that, Alex? <laughs>
0: but like <laughs> A lot of Wolfstar writers and, you know, like, people who love... uh, Not Wolfstar, sorry. A lot of Marauders era people love to, like, write Peter Redeemable, which is good because they had to be friends with him at some point. But, um, this is the only reason where I could see bashing you could occur cause I don't like to read about happy Pettigrew. Although I read that one, that text thick that I keep talking about the one about the illness yeah. and I really loved Peter in it. Like his character was like really sweet. And so a trope about Peter is that they're like, he's like the friend that gets shat on all the time. Like they're just always teasing him. Yeah. Um, but like he's also sort of like dumb and not nice but, like, in an endearing way. Like, he's like dumb it, in a, like... realistic he, to probably
1: how it was. Yeah.
0: So it's very realistic. Like, he's not very good at school, but they're always helping him with school. And he is a good friend to them. Like, he's he banters with them and stuff like that.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but he also, like, he doesn't like going around... Like, he's kind of forced to go along with their pranks, you know? Um, other characters... Um, Lupin is usually either depicted as... A hipster, or just, like, a super nerd. Yeah. You Uh kind of see that in the books, Mm -hmm. even. Um, My favorite, like, a a fidgety super nerd, a lot like how Teddy is. Um, My favorite Remus, actually, especially when it's in Wolfstar, is that he's, like, a power nerd. So, like, he's, like, is really nerdy, but he can hold his own with James and Sirius, which I think is most accurate to, you know, hold bro- his own
1: in what way? And,
0: and like, he's just like, he can't, he's not like, ner- he's not nervous to speak his mind with them,
1: you know? Yeah, I think he, in some ways, like, he doesn't want to, based on like the flashbacks and stuff and how he talks about like not wanting to get them in trouble or like he was supposed to be the prefect, but he really didn't do his job with yeah.
0: them. Yeah. Um, the um serious is usually the best characterized um Anna who also helped me with the marauder stuff said that Lupin is usually misrepresented like unless it's a very good story um and James is very easily misrepresented he's either perfect like he can do no wrong or um, like
1: Harry sees him
0: yeah or he is, like, bashed. Like, he's just a terrible person. Everyone hates James. Which is not true to the book, even though James, you know, is James. Um, is there a lot of, like, Snape-James-fic? Uh, usually, the most popular Snape relationship is Snape-Lupin in the Marauders era. Oh, okay. Because, and it's, well,
1: what about Snape-Lily? No. People
0: don't like Snilly. It's it's not, very, it's, it's not a very It's <laughs> not a very common ship, like based on what I was looking at. It's yeah. not a common ship.
1: Interesting. Um, Is that because it's so like not going to happen in the books, do you think?
0: I think a lot of people really
1: hate that
0: um he like called her the racial slur even though they were friends. I think that's like a hang up people can't get over and they also of all the things, that just seems, like... It's, like, one of my reasons why I don't ship
1: Snelly. Yeah, I know. I just I just think it's interesting, like, in all these, like, areas of fan fiction. Like, that's, like, a hang-up.
0: I should say that Marauders era people ship James Lily hard. Like to yeah. the like they're really like I was looking on Marauder stuff on Tumblr and like there are like people that go on full rants about James and Lily because people who don't like Marauders era really hate James. Mm-hmm. So they're like James and Lily are forever. I don't know why you wouldn't
1: like them. Like you know what
0: I'm saying? Like and it's
1: probably also there's like not as many people that are into the Marauders era era, I'm guessing, as the other two. Yeah, I
0: mean, um Wolfstar is the second most shipped oh. ship, like, out of any ship in oh, okay. Harry Potter universe. So it's still popular. People really are interested in Marauders, but it's just... It's you, just more you canon. Have a, yeah, you have a certain... Yeah, Marauders by itself is, like, more canon-based, so... That
1: makes sense. Because um, to me, that's the most interesting, because it's, like, a prequel... Yeah, I I like the idea. I wish she would do a prequel, honestly. And not, like, Cursed Child, but, like, an actual. (laughs) I'm really
0: liking reading Marauders. I'm getting really into it. Um, There are some great uh, fan-in characters in Marauders. Uh, Marlene and Dorcas. Uh, I'm sorry, who? (laughs) Marlene is, like, a female character from their year that is talked about when Harry, like, is looking about time. Uh And so is Dorcas. Dorcas is that later the person that gets um who goes missing that series is like oh she was in my year at hogwarts like a gossipy girl like he says birth Bertha jorkins oh no sorry that's jorkins sorry she's also popular okay um dorcas is just another person that's mentioned then okay my bad um um popular ships from the marauders era um jilly obviously we already talked about it james lily wolf star um uh regulus and lily is a huge ship so Regulus Random. is a huge character in Marauders. That makes sense for some reason to me And like usually it's depicted that Regulus and Sirius had a really good relationship. Then when he leaves the family, it, like, puts a rift in their relationship. That, like, Regulus is, like, nice underneath it all because, obviously, R.A.B., you know?
1: Yeah, I like to think that. But I like that, too. But that doesn't... It's not, like, supported by... The books, because Sirius like calls him like my idiot brother, with like dumb enough to like yeah believe it. Like, but yeah.
0: I also, th- but that's sort of how it's even like even though they're they're it's like they had a good relationship, and then when Sirius breaks off, they have a really tear like yeah. it's really sad. Um, I've been like I've been reading Wolf Star, and it's you know that's a huge conflict. Um, James Sirius is another huge ship. We talked about yeah. this. Um, Dorcas Marlene. <laughs> Because they have their own personalities mm-hmm. in fan fiction. Um, and, oh, Frank and Alice oh, are a really huge ship.
1: I also love their characters. and ship them as bro-whatever with James and Lily. Um, they What is it called? Bro-TP. Yeah. And
0: they usually are friends with Lupin. But it's um. usually seen that Frank is, um, Frank is, like, a prefect, and, like, they get on, like, because they're pranking every, all yeah. the time, they Frank is usually, like, oh my god, what are you guys doing? And Frank is usually seen as, like, the really big sweetheart, like, lovable yeah. guy, like, a lot like Neville, and Alice is this, like, badass, like a woman who, like, takes no shit from no one,
1: like, is, like, what Alice's main personality is. I like that, but I still think that Frank would be a badass because Gran is his mother. He is usually
0: depicted as a badass, like, trying to catch them on their stuff, but when I say badass, I mean, like, Alice wears the pants in their relationship. Is mostly how it is depicted. Um, Lily is usually depicted super girly, like... Which is fine. Um, I don't know if there's textual evidence to
1: support that, but I mean, like, she's really into nature and stuff. But it's also like a fanon thing that like
0: her and Slughorn have like a weird relationship. Like James hates that like Slug thinks like Slughorn has like a crush on her or something like that. It's weird. I can see that being
1: a weird thing.
0: Yeah, because like he's like, oh no, she's always he's always trying to collect you or something, and Lily is always like using the fact that Slughorn has a crush on her to like get them out of trouble or something like yeah. that. Yeah, um, it's also canon that Lily does not like. That's canon that Lily doesn't like James until later because yeah. James is like a, a pompous douche. douche. Um. Yeah. So now we're in Potter era. That's all we have to say about Marauders. Were you good about yeah. Marauders? Um, Potter era, this is where I live. This is where a lot of people live. This is the one that has a lot of ships and crazy ships that go up. It's basically just Harry.
1: Yeah. I feel like we've gone over some a lot of this already. Yeah. and yeah. there.
0: Um, the most popular ships are dreary Dromione, and Snomione. Um, oh, and um, Snary. Sorry, my bad. I don't know why I didn't put that in my notes. Oh, because I forgot about it. Um, <laughs> important side ships, honorable, honorable mentions. We've already talked about this. Luna, Ginny, Linny um, are very popular, but not, like, they're popular in the FIM Slash world. Mm-hmm. Panmione, also very popular in the FIM Slash world. Ginny, Pansy, very popular in the FIM Slash world. Neville, Luna is a popular ship. Pavarti and Lavender are a really popular. Ship. That makes sense. Pavarti is also always so much fan in uh, in this area is the hottest girl at Hogwarts. Like everyone thinks, Pavarti is like. I think the that's in the books.
1: In. I think that's canon. Yeah. Someone says like, how did you two get the prettiest girls? Yeah, in it's the Dean. Year. Dean yeah. says that. Um, but
0: like, it's just said all the time. Like everyone's like. Uh, who do you have a crush on? And Draco's always like, you know, that Pavardy girl is cute. (laughs) What happened to Padma? Um, I don't know. Or Padma. They usually refer to them as the twins. Yeah. Um, but because Gryffindor is, you know, talked about a lot, Pavardi's is usually the one that's like hottest girl in school. Um, since Draco has such a huge character in Potter era fan fiction, he's definitely the most interesting character according to the fandom. Um, he has a lot of fanon things just about him. Um, fanon for Draco that he testified against his father in the war um, after the war is Whoa. a huge one. That um, that he has a very good relationship with Narcissa, and Narcissa is either in house arrest, um, or she she's is like not in Azkaban. She's not. She's almost never in Azkaban, but she either is in house arrest crazy like she like c- can't function mentally yeah. function oh, that's or sad. she is um died like she committed suicide oh my
1: gosh um poor narcissist
0: mostly they have a great relationship though. <laughs> that's the main one um yeah i, I actually really love narcissist fan fiction they do her really well um personality he's either like broody and prickly so like he's like oh, my life was so hard, like, whatever, like, I was a Death Eater, like, get over it, like, you either like that, or he's super charismatic and poncy, so he's like, uh, like, Potter, like, get
1: over yourself, you've no class, and he's just, like, super, like, I feel like like neither of those are really, maybe the brooding one more, but... Um,
0: yeah, I think it's actually probably more of a combination of the two, where he's, like, the super elitist, like, person when you get to, like, the crux of who he is. But, um, he is sort of traumatized by what happened in the war and his part in it. Um, Fanon, he has nightmares, obviously, that he watched people get tortured by Voldemort. Um, Fanon for Draco. Um... So, oh. and Goyle aren't his real friends; that they're just his minions, and his real best friends are Theodore Knott and Blaise and Blaze Zabini. I knew
1: about Blaise.
0: Is so fanon. I don't know. Whatever.
1: I earlier today I said four twenty, Blaise Zabini. Love it. <laughs> um. Um.
0: In a lot of non fan fanfiction. Pansy is all. Pansy and Blaise are Draco's best friends. And Pansy, if Draco is gay in that particular fic, was his beard during Hogwarts.
1: Gotcha. Um. And Pansy's like nice in fan fiction, right? Depends.
0: In Hermione fan fiction, she's awful and is very so canon. Like normal. So that's why I said very <laughs> canon. She's exactly how she was. She's terrible in every other fan fiction genre. Pansy is usually like this, like really like the, the definition of like the Slytherin, like badass. Like she's like very sneaky, but like very lovable. Like she's like charismatic, and she has a heart. Like her heart shines through. You Why know? do you think that is? I think it's just they want a good, I think interesting character. They want an interesting female Slytherin character because I think that. Her character that she ends up having where she sort of, like, can manipulate a situation and she's, like, super sexy. Like, you know, that is, like, a popular trope as, a, like, a female character. And it does make her kind of cool. So I think that's why um, they made her that way. Um, it's also, so, so many people are obsessed with Draco that they wanted a female dr- version of Draco. Yeah. Which is usually kind of what she is. Like, they're very similar. I I love pansy and fanfiction. Think she's the most ooc, but <laughs> love yeah. her. Um, um, uh, Theo Theodore Nott's personality is use, is two two separate things. He's either fan and like super quiet and above all of the pure blood loyalty things, or he's the most Death Eater Death Eater person that there's ever been, and he's of their generation, the one who's m- like, he can be the villain.
1: I would believe that.
0: Yeah. Um, I write him both ways in fan fiction. I use it to my advantage, however I want him.
1: Uh, Blaze is
0: almost always suave and yeah. above it all. Wow. Well, <laughs> that makes sense. Um, also, just fanon, joke. Uh, a lot of people when Blaze is first introduced, not in the sixth one, but when his name is said earlier... She doesn't specify gender. So for a while in fan fiction, Blaze was like this white Italian girl (laughs) in the the sixth one. Um, They were like, oh, so they had to change him to be a black man.
1: That's hilarious. I know. That is really funny.
0: Um, uh, Popular Jermini tropes. Unfortunately, slave master is a huge one. Um, just basically like Draco. Well, it's a usually in Voldemort lives AU. Like Muggleborns and are slaves. And Muggleborns are slaves, and he receives Hermione as oh a slave. Oh my god! Um, marriage law, yeah. marriage law. We talked about that eighth year head boy head girl. We talked about that one. Those are the major Hermione ones. Um, Snemione tropes. Um, detention is a huge one for usually okay I should preface this but usually it's eighth year so when she's come back for her eighth year she's an adult and Snape's alive and Snape's all of Snomione's most hopefully all of Snomione's Snape's alive um it's all student most most of the Snomione tropes are student teacher because you have that why wouldn't you use it um that teach she's his assistant or that she's going for her potions mastery and she's his apprentice. Okay. Those are the main ones. Um, Drary tropes. Uh, rent boy. Basically. Uh, explain. Rent boy is prostitution. Oh. And it okay. means that uh, after the war, Draco can't get any jobs because nobody wants to hire an ex-death eater. So he is like a prostitute to support him and his mom and it's really sad and you either either Harry has is like looking for a prostitute or Harry like sees that Draco is a prostitute and like savior sins wants to like help him out of that it's like a very in what circumstances is this
1: Harry looking for a prostitute
0: if Harry's gay and in the closet and doesn't want oh, okay. to like doesn't want the wizarding world to know cuz fanon the the press like is obsessed with Harry after the war, so everything is in the public eye. He's a celebrity. Okay. Yeah, so that's, uh, the Rent Boy. Uh, there are some where Harry is a prostitute. I don't know how... Oh, that's a... The only one I've seen that in is when it was a Voldemort Wins A. Oh. Um... Uh, raising Teddy is a huge Jerry trope. I love that trope. I read it all the time. And it's basically that Harry is the godfather and Andromeda dies or something. Or it's that Draco wants to reconnect with his family. So since he's his cousin, like, they raise him together or they're a huge part of Teddy's life and Teddy brings them together. It's really cute. I love it. Um, uh, rebuilding the room of requirement is a huge cherry tree. Trail. That's
1: honestly one of the saddest parts of the books is that the room of requirement is destroyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a lot of
0: the 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 lore, the fiction lore, is that they're called to the room of requirement and they're locked in there until they can they figure both. out how to. Yeah, because they both um affixed it. Um, another huge thing is that um Krabs ghost is still in the room of, is in the room of requirement.
1: Ooh. Um. He would be such a
0: sucky ghost. Yeah. Uh, Parcel Tongue Kink. This is one that is huge, basically, just that Draco really is into Parcel Tongue. I don't know. Um, Auror fic, where it's like a buddy cop fic, where they're either both Aurors and they're Auror partners, and that's how they get together, or um, or that Harry's an Auror and Draco is like, a suspect, and Harry has to yeah follow him around. Yeah. And so that is all of my stuff I have for Potter era. Um, I guess the last thing I wanted to talk about was... Um, uh, there are some really great creature fics, so, mm-hmm. like, about different characters either raising unicorns or owls, you know, like really yeah, exploring. just talking about magical creatures. Um, similarly... It's fantastic
1: beasts be somewhere to find them.
0: Wand lore is a really cool thing that is talked about a lot. Um, also, we were talking about this earlier, just there are a lot of great fan fictions that are written before the final book, and it's sort of nice to see, read those and see how accurate um, they get to what they're... Yeah, um, I read a drary that was about Draco accepting. It was written before the seventh book, and mm-hmm. basically Draco accepts Dumbledore's um, H- offer yeah. to like t- put him in the hiding. But he gets because Dumbledore dies, he gets put into hiding with in Grimmauld Place with Harry, Ron, and Hermione, and he has to go on their like Horcrux hunt with them. Oh. But this person had to write the entire Horcrux hunt by themselves and it was just very interesting to see like what things like what things she chose as horcruxes and her reasoning behind them like she still was like i think it'll be the hogwarts the four found like because that meant so much to Voldemort. like the things that she got right even though it was amazing it was really amazing any final
1: words molly on fan fiction that was a lot i was just gonna give um I was just gonna talk about some of the people that posted on the Reddit thread that we had. Um, but yeah, I thought you did such a great job getting all that information. I know that was like a lot of research for you since you don't read all of that stuff. so that was awesome. Thanks. I feel like I know a lot more now. it was it was good. I was glad
0: to do the. obviously, it's something I'm interested in, but I was glad to do the research because it also brought Marauders
1: era to my life, which I'm gonna now start reading regularly. Um. Yeah. So we mentioned Ember Rising. They were the ones that suggested Sturgeon's Law. Um, people just talking about um this person, Floriak Castellum. I'm so sorry, I mispronounced that. Probably, they just said noticed a clear divide between those who like AU, which now we all know what AU is, and <laughs> is it like canon compliant. Um, which we did discuss that a lot, I think. Word Hammer says that a short but effective way to prove the worth of fanfiction is to do a pod read of Link FFN, which I think a couple people mentioned is a good... Is that a website? Yeah,
0: that's the link to it, but um, (laughs) the fic is actually called
1: Cauterize by... Lady Altair.
0: Yeah, we'll put the link that they put up in the... In the information section of
1: yeah, um, this yeah, or I probably like tweeted or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so cauterized by. Here's a quote from it. Of course, it's missing something vital. That's the point. Dennis Creeby takes up his brother's camera after the war. So I guess that's a post. I don't know if that's next gen or just. Uh, I think it's. I think it
0: would be like a canon. Yeah. Just like in the canon section. I guess you'll have to read slash listen to find now Yeah, out. I'm going to listen to it. It'll be my work listen this week. Um, yeah, if you uh, want to talk to me about fan fiction, please do. If you want to berate me because I got something wrong, please also do. I want to be corrected. Um, or if you uh, want to know the links to some of the fan fictions I talked about or want me to do a rec list, um, I'll do that. I won't do it. <laughs> if people don't ask for it because that'll be a lot of work. But um I'm happy to do it because um people write some pretty great fanfiction and I think it should be known to the world.
1: Yeah, so just give us some feedback. I just wanna say thanks to Fanfiction Bot, Murky Red, Hunters, Hunt R R Z. Um, to Anna, who helped me so much with
0: Marauders and Next Gen Information. As well as Nell, who helped me with some canon
1: information. And Profition Cap was the last one. Those were all Reddit people. Um, yeah, so this was great. I know it's a long episode, but I hope you all enjoyed it. Or at least, like, maybe learned something about the, the wonderful wide world of fan fiction.
0: <laughs> yeah, and give it a try. Until. If you want Molly to read one, what what, what would you read if you were gonna? Re- you said you liked Marauder. The I idea yeah, Marauders I think I'd best. like
1: the idea of Marauders. I think I would have to stay within canon at least in the beginning. So like a James Lily or just like one about what their, their yeah I don't know at the school. I would be interested. I would I would read one if someone suggested. Hopefully something kind of short. <laughs> um yeah so yeah we look forward to hearing some feedback on this episode and we'll be putting out other special episodes um about other other such things yeah all right see you next time on potter
0: watch p.s honorable mentionship another huge side ship in potter era fan fiction is dean and seamus
1: Uh, and I love them, and they're great, and I I felt bad for leaving them out, so there it is. Shout out also to Anthony Goldstein and Terry Boot. Good night.
0: (laughs) Mischief managed. Bum, 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 bum.